welcome to the BQBL Failcast for week 9, 2022. I'm Alex, he's Uncle Matthew, and we are coming to you with this week's results, which uh, were not the same as last week's results. I did not win this week, and we actually saw some excellent performances this week. Big scores. Yeah, there is, and close close scores. Um, now, just like last week, there was, there was a repeat in that you did start Tennessee, and they um, didn't throw the ball? Um, yeah, they, they're, well, they've started Malik Willis again. Yes. And I actually, I did some research, Doc. You did? It doesn't I, sound like you. I know. So Malik Willis was the winner of something called the Bobby Bowden Award. Okay. Any guesses as to what the Bobby Bowden Award is for? Um, what award would they? I mean, I'm assuming it's not for like illegal kickbacks to recruits. It is not. Okay. Um, what if I told you that the organization that awards the Bobby Bowden Award is also associated with Jeff Foxworthy and Duck Dynasty star Willie Robertson? I would say I'm 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 lost. It's also associated with former Oriole Brian Roberts, uh, former, uh, well, former I, I, relevant I figure. I, I love Brian Roberts, but I give up. Former relevant figure Tim Tebow, and current Ravens coach John Harbaugh. No, I give up. So those. It is awarded by something called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Ah, okay. For a um, for a player who conducts himself as a faith model in the community, in the classroom, and on the field. Nominees okay. must have a 3.0 GPA or higher, and the backing of their school, athletic director, and head coach. Well, that makes sense, right? I mean, he he went to Liberty, right? Well, yeah, he transferred from Clemson to Liberty. Yeah. When it became clear that he wasn't going to play for Clemson. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So um I guess I'm not shocked by that. Anyway, what does that have to do with him not throwing the ball? Uh, I, I just wanted to point out another winner of this um uh obvious faith-based and, and highly uh um uh religious award, uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't they haven't taken it back. I I don't know if you can take back the Bobby Bowden Award. Yeah, you can take back the Heisman. I guess. Um, uh, also, Mason Rudolph won it. So, uh, really, just a prestigious wow set of of winners there. Uh, other quarterback winners include Colt McCoy, <laughs> Christian Ponder, and Case Keenum. Mm -hmm. as well as uh, the more recent Tua, Tonga Vailoa, and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know if that bodes well or poorly for them, but um, they're yeah, all touched very clearly by Jesus. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't really know where to go with that. I, I do know that Malik Willis... Uh, only completed it's, five passes this week. He he did abstain from yardage, um, yeah, which which is which is rather rather um you know, uh, it, it shows a good amount of self control because he really could have thrown it like his opponent did this week, chose not to. Yeah, this game is all sorts of confusing because it was a very close game, 
Malik Willis threw the ball 16 times, and if you told me that it was a close game and Malik Willis threw the ball 16 times, I, I would have probably bet that you know Derrick Henry had like 40 carries, but he did not. No. Somehow he only had 17 carries. Doesn't make any sense, right? No. They basically just didn't have the ball, and yet somehow this game was close. It's it's very confusing. Um, you know, they, they ran 48 plays to Kansas City's 91, 229 yards to Kansas City's 499, and uh, this game went to overtime. 422 can, can, to 57 net passing. Can, can I please read you the um, the the drives that um, Tennessee had in the second half? Uh, you may. Three plays, seven yards, punt. Four plays, eight yards, field goal. Three plays, minus two yards, punt. Three plays, six yards, punt. Five plays, eight yards, punt. Three plays, negative four yards, punt. Three plays, zero yards, punt. punt? <laughs> I guessed it. Now do you want to know <laughs> why they only had that many plays? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's because they went three and out every single time. They just um, knelt on the ball the entire second half. <laughs> yeah. The amazing thing was uh, in a five for 16, which just still above 30% should, to show you how hard it is to go under 30% for that 50-point bonus, the uh, Malik was through for 80 yards and still managed to uh, throw a 48-yard pass. So... <laughs> yep, Shigakonkwo caught a 48-yarder. And that accounted for over half of his yardage. <laughs> yes. Yep. 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 So yep. yeah, uh, I was. Uh, uh, did not complete a pass to a wide receiver. Oh yeah, look at that. Um, but yeah, anyway, that was so. You started them. That was good for sixty points. There were no mistakes. It was just there was nothing of any kind, and that was worth sixty. Uh, but that was not enough, as you said, to win the week because um, two people scored higher than you did, and. Um, there wasn't, while it wasn't the high score, right? 60 was the high score of the week. Uh, you got zero from Vegas, despite the fact that they still looked terrible. And they lost um, to Jacksonville. And they lost to Jacksonville. But, uh, but yeah, so you got, there were 60 there, but there were two, two scores very close. Uh, one was Sarah, uh, who started Houston on, uh, Thursday. They scored 20 points, but then went for her second team, uh, to Indianapolis, and uh, while there are no BQBL points for getting your coach fired, um, this indie performance was, well, it did just that. Without a benching and with only one turnover, Indy managed to score 57 points. Yeah, which is, again, not 60, uh, which Willis did with no turnovers, but it's uh, it's impressive. It, this was a terrible, terrible performance. Um, unlike the... Tennessee game where it was close. This game, no part of this game was worth watching. What? It was an impressive performance by the New England Patriots defense. They had a defensive touchdown. Um, there was a pick. Sam Sam Rallinger threw yeah. one interception, it but it was pick sixth. Yep. And uh, Sam Rallinger also um, was the leading rusher on his team. Yeah, there was that was true of a lot of quarterbacks this week, remarkably. Yes, but most of them are better than Sam Erlinger. That's El- Ellinger, Erling, Elling. There's no R. I'm not going to correct. There's only one. I got no clue. Ellinger, Ellinger. Whatever, go with whatever sounds sounds best to you. Yeah, there there were a lot of quarterbacks like you mentioned that led their le- their team in rushing. Um, one of those in spectacular fashion, and it's probably worth dwelling on it. 
um, just because we've never seen a rushing number like this from a quarterback. Um, yes. And we've certainly given him a hard time. But Justin Fields this week only threw for 123 yards, but he rushed for 178. Yeah. And I want to point out that, yeah. that he had 17 completions for 123 yards. He had 15 rushes for 178 yards. It was quite an impressive performance. It was a fun <laughs> one to score for BQBL because there was a lot of positives and a lot of negatives. <laughs> Everything canceled each other out. Yeah. No long great. passes. And then, you know, that canceled out by four touchdowns and 178 yards. Incidentally, you know, we, we had never gotten around to putting in higher uh, negative values. Uh, so the, the highest negative you can score is for 100 plus yards. Um, we did not foresee this this rushing performance. Yeah, it, and it was really just a failure of imagination more than anything else. Um, it probably should have been worth more negative points than it was. Yep. Um, if we followed the pattern, it, it, what, it should have been worth like, a, you know, a negative eight more, so... Yeah, so yeah. would have it would have been fully negative, but this was clearly Justin Fields' best performance on the year. Four touchdowns, no interceptions, didn't even fumble it. Yeah, they still didn't win. They did not win, uh, but they came close. They came close against um, a better team too. So, yeah. and so you you know you you made a good start in Tennessee. You didn't matter who else you started because all of them scored zero, um, and there was actually a lot of that going around. So Sarah. Um, you know, we should finish up saying uh, Indy scored 57, Houston scored 20, Sarah scored 77, and that was enough to win the week. So congrats to Sarah uh, on her victory this week. Um, her you know, first more... first victory of the season, I believe. Uh, I think that's true. Um, uh, you know, Nick and Joseph also started their best lineups, and they did that because they had no choice. Um, so Sarah started her best option. You started your best option. Uh, Nick and Joe started the only options that they had. Uh, Russ started his best two teams uh, as well. So there was there was a lot of starting uh, best teams uh, here. Um, hey Matt, I, did you start your did you start your t- two best teams? I did not, Alex. Um, hey, if you'd done it, that, would you have won the I, week? I would have won if I had started my best teams. But how does that make you feel? Um, I I can't. I'm okay with it. Um, honestly, Carolina, I started. That was the right decision. There was and you got another scoring. benching. How many another benchings benching. have you gotten from Carolina this season? I can't remember whether it's two or three, but uh, this was a benching. And and after uh, after Walker had what three for ten for nine yards, I think in the first half, <laughs> um, it, it looked like it was going to be an amazing score. He got benched at halftime. It was exciting. They brought in Baker Mayfield, and he actually ruined uh, that performance because. He actually had a decent, um, decent second half. No turnovers, 155 yards or something. So um, could have been a lot, a lot higher score there. Um, basically, the whole second half was was me losing points in that game. So I don't feel too bad about it. Um, <laughs> but Sarah came out on top, 77 to 74. Yeah, um, I started Arizona. Hold on, I, I'm not done with Carolina yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> because now they're back to starting Baker Mayfield. Like, does this? Does it feel like the Ouroboros to you? Has where they're been, just has gonna... been announced as a starter? I don't even know. Like, okay. at this point, why not? Like, I think they should make it like a fit. Fa- the fans should get to choose who the starting quarterback is. That'd be great. Honestly, at this point, it would absolve, who is it, Steve Wilkes? 
I don't even know. I, I it'd be more exciting. I think they should have it's like um you know like they have the hot dog race, right? It's like before every drive they should they should you know spin a wheel or do a race and then whoever wins it's like you know oh who's it going to be? Is it going to be PJ Walker? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? Is it going to be Baker? Oh, like a skills competition. Yeah. Oh, it no, should I'm, be. I'm, I'm oh, that's what, how it. How exciting would it be? It's like they go out and it's like and who's going to be coming out this this drive? It's going to be tick 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 tick. Sam Darnold is the quarterback for the drive, and then he comes uh, out there. No, nah, the wheel is too random. I, I don't think that's a good enough spectator oh, sport. I like the randomness. I think the randomness is entertaining. I, I, I like it, but I think they should do the skills competition style thing. Where Our like kick, yeah. Or or just like you know how they used to at the and maybe they I think they're going back to it, but at yeah. the Pro Bowl, they used to do that like hitting the targets and then and then another one is like sprinting, another one is like like uh like being able to to drop it in the to trash can or something like that. Like mm. I, I would like to see a skills competition. Uh, I like the randomness. That's fair. Different strokes for different folks. Yep. But yeah, yeah I, I, at this point, you're not like, I don't think anyone's under the impression that Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, who else do they have there that they tried? That wasn't enough. I think they tried someone else too, didn't they? I don't think so. Maybe Jacob, maybe Eason got a couple. Who, who else was there? Um, have know. there been other Panthers who threw threw the ball so far this year? I can't remember. But um, they, like, they're not winning games. They're yeah, not Eason, trying Eason, to win Eason games. Through through five passes. Yeah. Why not have fun with it? Or why not put Matt Coral in there? How much worse could he truly be? It's a great question. Um, I, yeah, it's a fantastic question. I think maybe um, he's on the IR, technically. Fine. I get it. You're redshirting him. Fine. But, like, have some fun with it. Yeah. And technically, I don't think Sam Darnold has thrown the ball for them yet this year. I think he was injured in the he preseason. Hasn't. He hasn't thrown the ball. No. Well, I guess we know who's going next. Yeah. It's got to be. I look forward to it. How do you think it's going to go? Badly? Uh, I can only hope. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, you, you, were, you were trying to go to the other team that starts with A and ends with A, who's on your team, who's on. Yeah, who I was going to say, I started, I started Arizona, um, assuming that uh, uh, Kyler was going to be playing Call of Duty. Um, he scored 19. I don't think they played well, but, you know, it was only 19 points. Atlanta, I said, I don't feel too bad about it because I feel like they put a similar stat lines every week. It's like, you know, he throws, Mariota throws for 110 to 130 yards. And really their score ends up being a question of, of whether, you know, he threw a long pass or not and a touchdown or not. Uh, right. Or whether it's like a screen pass to Cordero yeah. Patterson for a touchdown or a handoff. Exactly. Uh, this week he didn't throw a long pass or a... Uh, touchdown and so he ended up with 32 points but you know it, there's there's a lot of stochasticity there um yeah that could easily have been a uh you know a much lower score yeah that, that could, could have been a 12 without any trouble at all exactly um and that's that's happened uh plenty of times in the past so yeah i don't feel too bad um you know it's like will will miss the best one of the best seattle starts the best seattle started the season this week but you know this was a case of there was just there was one right there was a pick six uh, Gina made his one turnover count. Um, so I don't think you can feel too bad about not starting him there. No, but that's that's another disappointing pick. And I, I did want to review that a little bit 
because the first round, Seattle was the first overall pick and has been the worst team of the first round picks. Yes. Um, Houston has been okay for Sarah. Um, Chicago's been pretty good for me. Atlanta's been pretty good for you. Pittsburgh's been pretty good for Nick. The Giants have been a big disappointment. The Jets have been okay. 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 Jacksonville's been okay. Um, Miami, though, has been easily the most disappointing of all of the picks in the first two rounds. Yes. Even with Tua going out for a game, still just no points there. Are yep. they are they like the they're like the second lowest scoring team this year, third lowest scoring team? Really just a shame. Um, but some of the second round picks were actually the best oh, picks. And honestly, I say the best pick of the draft at the moment is looking like Sarah's uh pick of Indianapolis, which we remind you was in the third round. Yeah. Indy in the third round looks really, really good. LA in the fourth round looks awesome. Uh, and and LA, can we just can we say again? You talked me out of picking at LA in the third round. I was uh I was definitely considering them at three oh at three oh four. I was between them and Arizona. Uh, I went with Arizona, but uh, LA, LA looks like it was the right choice. Yeah, the wheels have totally come off, and they have no draft picks from here until 2030. Correct. Literally none. Yes. I, um, like, is is Stan Kroenke just going to move the team to London? Like, is that his next genius move? Is like, hey, I guess we're done here. Like, he's he's like somehow Lionel Hutz from the Simpsons where he just packs up and moves on uh, once the monorail fails. How, however many billion dollars on that facility. Who knows? And he leaves it for the Chargers. <laughs> just yeah. moves on to the next city. <laughs> uh, the, the Rams are in for a dark time. I think we can agree on that, right? Yes. Yep. That pick is looking excellent. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have regrets. Because um, especially, like, we're going to see at some point both Stafford and Donald are going to retire. Oh, yeah. And so will McVeigh. Yeah, I wonder if all three of them go. And the next season, they're just the worst team we've ever seen. Wouldn't be shocked. No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, no, I wouldn't be shocked. Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, dark times, uh, the Green Bay uh, Knicks pick is also looking like an excellent pick. Yeah. I mean, they've scored as well as Indianapolis has. Yeah. Um, and... A lot of commonalities, actually. Old quarterbacks who used to be pretty good. Um, although Aaron Rodgers has like only Alan Lazard at this point, it's really pathetic. Very sad. Like Randall Cobb couldn't stay healthy or something. I don't. I. I yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, my only complaint is that uh, Tom Tampa Bay has also been a disaster, but Tom Brady is still not putting up EQBL points. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And somehow Denver, I, I would have thought that they would have been better, but they're really not putting up a lot of points. No. Um, other, another thing to say this week is that, you know, I mentioned that Will didn't start Seattle. He did get a good, what is for Buffalo, a good uh, a good start of 10 points. And, um, you know, he's got the potential of maybe having non-Josh Allen starts coming in the future. Um, yeah, they said he's going to miss uh, maybe one game, but maybe zero games. Yeah, I know they're saying that. But, but he saying. might not be as effective is the other thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. There's no reason for him to, like, he shouldn't. He, he needs to get healthy. That team is good, and there's no reason for them to to play him. 
And if he's if he's not well, they want to win football games, and that division is actually surprisingly competitive this year. It is competitive, but I don't know. I just think I, I think Buffalo obviously has a home fit advantage. They want home field, but um, their upcoming schedule they got Vikings, which is going to be their toughest game for a while. Yeah. Then they get Browns yeah. and Lions. Um, this team has. Uh, let's see. When's their bye? Is their bye this week? Yeah, I think their bye is. Th- no, their buy is no. When's their buy? Um, did they already pass it? Yeah, I think we already passed their buy. Oh, do we? Is that maybe that that might be right? I think we. I think we did. Um. Yeah, it was week seven. Yeah. So from here on out, they've got wall to wall games, and um, you know. Granted, the, the the stretch after the Vikings is Browns, Lions, Patriots. Not the yeah. toughest stretch. Jets after that. Um, I mean, two Thursday games in a row. Ugh, weird. Um, yeah. So, I I think he'll probably end up playing, just being a little less effective. His receivers aren't great anyway, except for Diggs. So, right. you know, that's that's really all yeah. I need. Um, let's see. There's a couple other scores that are worth touching on. Um, Russ, uh, came in what fifth, this fourth, this week, fifth. Um, and he got started his two best teams, got decent scores from Baltimore with a 16 and Detroit with a 17. Um, and, uh, that gave him a 33, um, which was enough for four wins on the week. Um, so a solid performance, um, and put him ahead of both of the uh, owners who who didn't have any choice in who to start, um, yep. who, who came in um, last and third to last. Also put him uh, ahead of Jake. Jake was you know coming in I think tied or just behind you uh, going yes. into this, this past week. Um, I think I was like a game and a half clear of him or something. Yeah, but... Right, right. but he got three wins. Yeah, that sounds right because now you're three and a half clear. Uh, you picked up two wins uh, on him thanks to Russ. Uh, defeating him as well um and that means that you have extended your lead in the overall standings yeah just just by a touch um yeah but now we're at the uh we're o- over the halfway point in the season um and it is uh it's it's a pretty competitive with kind of t- or set of like t- a table right now with three like groupings, Jake and I are kind of in the top grouping. Um, I have 43 and a half. Jake has 40. Um, that next grouping is you at 35 and a half, Sarah at 34, and Will at 32. And then the next grouping after that is uh, Nick at 24, Joe at 22, and Russ at 21. Um so yeah, it's going to be pretty competitive down the stretch. I think. Um, are, are there any? Um, do we want to go through who hasn't hasn't been started yet, or is it too early to go through those? No, scenarios? let's not do it now. We can do it uh, in, in the next one. All right, that's fair. Um, any, anything anything before we sign off? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Yeah, good good decision making this week. Very yeah. very very Milanesque. I th- I thought. One, yeah. one of our better weeks so far. Really only only two bad decisions so far in the entire week of teams that should have been played but were benched. 
Um, and that's as good as it's going to get. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Milan-esque all job, around. Everybody. Yep. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.